The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Jeff Pedro from Sim Trainer, and I just had a little bit of a technical difficulty, and um, this is shooting from the hip. We're bringing it to you uh, live from the studio today, and Mark's over at the uh, NRA show over in Indianapolis, and we're going to be piping or having him pipe into us here in just a few minutes. But uh, I want to remind our listeners that this is the weekend of the NRA show over in Indianapolis. Uh, I went yesterday. Mark's there today, and I think he's staying until tomorrow and um, you still have an opportunity to go over tomorrow Uh, it's a full day of activities we'll talk in a little bit uh, once I get him up on the air exactly uh, what's going on over there uh, today and tomorrow and um, I'm going to encourage your listener our listeners to go over we went over yesterday as I mentioned there were three of us that had been there before I'm sorry two of us had been there before and two that had never been there before now three of us were plus 50 and the one other was uh, 30-some years old, and what we found out is that um, I walked 12,000 steps on my Fitbit, and uh, us three older guys were pretty exhausted uh, by about 2 and 3 in the afternoon, so we sat down and rested and kind of took in some of the other uh, passive activities while the 30-year-old continued to roam around, and uh, it came about 5 o'clock, and he, he was still ready to go. He still had plenty of energy, and um, he had a great time, um, but he was a first-time attendee as was one of the fellows who, uh, one of the other guys that went with us, but he was just too worn out by the by the end of the day. We got there around 10, 10.30. We, uh, we started walking the aisles, and uh, like I said, after about three and a half to four hours, we were pooped, and uh, he continued to, uh, to go on. But uh, I want to let you know that um, when you go over to the show, there's just so much to see. Obviously, you can see all the major manufacturers of guns, ammunition, and accessories. You can also... Uh, um, you can see a lot of the, uh, uh, the people behind the scenes. You can talk to people about what's hot and what's not. One thing that's good about the industry right now, we're kind of in a, uh, um, I'm going to say, a, uh, just a hover point. Uh, there's not a whole lot of new stuff because uh, most people have everything that they, they need. They have a lot, if not all, of what they want. And now they're just kind of looking for kind of that cool factor or um, – the, the wow factor, stuff that they uh, thought they wanted. They didn't really devote time and effort into study nor set money aside, but now they've got, they've done their research and they've also uh, put the time and effort into the, the process. So um, they've got that available and people can start looking around. And as I mentioned, we'll talk later on about some of those things. Um, 
One other thing that I want to mention is there are a number of seminars going on, and I looked through the program, and let me just give you an idea of some of the seminars. There's uh, Gun Control Lies. There's an individual who talks about uh, the lies that the anti-gun movement have been perpetuating uh, for a long time and, and the, the counter-arguments that are based on fact. Uh, concealed Carry, the Science of Draw Time. We talk all the time about many people go to the range and shoot, but they don't spend any time at home practicing their draw stroke from uh, a concealed position. And uh, as a result, that could result in a, a, a very uh, deadly outcome if an individual cannot gain access to their gun if and when they would need it in a self-defense situation. We tell people all the time that uh, you have to come to the range and practice your fundamentals of shooting and reloading and handling malfunctions, but you have to spend time when you're not in structured supervised training where people can oversee the drawing and reholstering of firearms because that's not something that people um, do normally um, and nor can we as range owners allow people to do when they're there for recreational shooting. But we rely on people to go home, make their gun safe. That means unload the chamber take the magazine out, unload the chamber, check it three times, and then they can practice their draw stroke in a variety of different situations. And we teach ways that people can develop those skills or practice those skills um, in our classes. We do it uh, with guns empty, then we actually do uh, draw and fire and reholster with live, with, with weapons loaded, but we teach the people how they can do that sort of training. So that's another very valuable skill. Another uh, interesting topic of one of the seminars over there uh, is current and emerging threats, how it affects you. Everything from the um, mass shootings at different sorts of uh, locations like churches and um, uh, uh, schools and things of that, and other public situations to home invasion to uh, attempted uh, um, uh, car th theft of a vehicle while you're, while you're in the vehicle. And uh, that sort of thing and, and how you're going to respond. And they talk about the threats that have gone around. And I know Mark, uh, Mark had the opportunity while he was there uh, to uh, go to one of the seminars yesterday where I think it was the, the session that President Trump spoke at. And um, he, they were able to actually uh, talk to a couple of people who were involved in real life situations. And they talked about how being able to access their firearm under stress and use it to protect themselves resulted in them um, saving their lives. Uh, some other factors or some other uh, topics that have been presented, and some of them are, are also being uh, duplicated tomorrow. The armed citizen, how to interact with law enforcement. We talk about that too in many of our classes, particularly our concealed carry class. If you're involved in a self-defense situation, the police arrive on the scene, what are you going to do? Well, in, in, in a nutshell, it's comply with any and all commands and make sure you don't touch that gun in the presence of a law enforcement officer because when they got that call, all they got the call and all they know is there was a shooting and uh, un there's not a whole lot of details about the individuals involved, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, and that sort of thing. And so they come upon the scene with little to very limited knowledge, so it's a good idea um, to... Uh, make sure that you don't have your hand on your gun at any time when law enforcement arrives on the scene. But there's a lot of topics they offer, and they're geared towards the firearms industry, obviously. Specifically, many of them are geared towards uh, self-defense. Uh, yesterday, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Dave Grossman, retired, uh, gave uh, his very popular seminar, seminar uh, related to uh, the Bulletproof Mind. It was a little bit different title yesterday because he only had limited time. I can't remember. It was called Sheepdogs, the Bulletproof Mind for the Armed Citizen. That was a course or that was a, a class that was developed way back years ago 
um, initially for police officers, but uh, they've uh, made it so that it's now um, <coughs> relevant to um, uh, uh, citizens, and it, it's very useful. So I encourage people, if you have the opportunity and you want to get over there, you won't be able to see that last seminar I mentioned because he was only there one time. He's a very high-demand individual. I think he trains over 200, 300 days a year, but uh, it's something you want to see. Mark, are you on the air by chance? I certainly am. And I apologize for the little technical mishap, but uh, why don't you tell us? I know, let's start off with yesterday, I know, or, or Friday, you went to the um, uh, law law update. And uh, what I want you I to did. do... I went to the, uh, the NRA uh, annual firearms legal seminar. It's an excellent seminar. If uh, I'm not an attorney, that is the primary focus of the of the uh, seminar. It is mostly for attorneys. For those who are attorneys and want continuing legal education credits, they are available with that. So uh, obviously that was done for this year. Uh, this was their 22nd year of doing it. It's an excellent, excellent seminar. Even as a non-attorney, uh, there's a lot of information I took about it, took out of it, and we'll uh, talk about that a lot more in upcoming weeks because I have a whole lot of notes. Um, and uh, the speakers, uh, excellent. Uh, some of them, a wide variety of topics. Uh, the, the speakers were all very interesting and had uh, interesting topics. I mean, both it was their presentation was interesting, plus their material, the topics that they covered were were very interesting and relevant to both gun owners, range owners, uh, and just uh, in general about dealing with the legal issues associated with being a gun owner. So uh, it's an outstanding seminar for anybody who is uh, looking forward to Nashville next year. Uh, you might want to get signed up for that. Uh, it's something that is a fairly hot ticket, but it's all day Friday, and it's something that uh, you still have plenty of time when you go down there to catch the rest of the show. Hey, Mark, um, again, we'll talk about different topics depending on, you know, topics that we cover on various shows following uh, uh, in the following weeks. But it, that particular seminar, that is open to anybody that's a member. Uh, there is a cost involved. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was it was like one hundred seventy five dollars. It includes lunch for the day. Um, and they had uh, they had uh, uh, hors d'oeuvres at the end of the day. They also had an op- um, a uh, yeah, an open, you know, cash bar available at the end after the seminar was open. So it uh, gives you a chance to network with some of the speakers and some of the other people who were there. Uh, excellent, excellent topics. So uh, there's, like like you said, we'll cover those in a lot more detail. I do want to talk a little bit about uh, what happened when uh, President Trump spoke yesterday. Uh, for those who weren't there, as I was not because I was in this other seminar, you can get that speech on NRATV.com, along with the other uh, speakers that spoke at the, at the Freedom Seminar. Uh, there were several speakers, and uh, they, I have only watched that one, but there were many things that, that went on in that, and I think uh, some of them are pretty relevant. Um, having stopped Operation Choke Point, uh, which we have talked about before, having uh, where the, the banks were, were coerced, essentially, by the federal government and the, and the regulators, to say you, you're not going to be able to do business with firearms industry. Uh, there is some more action on that. And in fact, if you look at uh, some of the recent hearings, they're doing the same kind of thing or trying to do the same kind of thing. President Trump is gonna do everything he can to stop that from happening. Uh, they also have decided that they will not allow the UN Arms Trade Treaty which was signed by President Obama but has never been ratified 
that will no longer even be up for ratification, and our signature as the United States is going to be withdrawn from that treaty, something that he announced during his presentation yesterday. If uh, you'd like to see that and you bring up the NRATV.com and go to his speech, it's at about 35 minutes into the speeches where he did that. So uh, that may be a little bit of a spoiler, uh, but it's now become something that is uh, in the in the public knowledge, and it's I think it's really good news. Mark, let me interrupt um, you just a minute just to talk about that uh, information about the banking industry, financial services industry. Yeah. Last week we reported that the representative, Carol Maloney, uh, went after the Wells Fargo uh, Bank for cutting, um, uh, for not cutting all ties with members of the firearm industry. And just yesterday, right. she, as a member of the committee, um, was talking about. Uh, uh, she praised the Citibank and the Bank of America for established policies that force customers in the firearm industry to change their practices or lose access to financial services, which exactly the motivation behind Operation Chuck, Chuck, or Choke Point. Now, we say that it, exactly uh, you know, President Trump's doing everything he can, and several members of Congress have proposed legislation to block these sorts of things, but it's alive and well, and it's moving forward with a frenzy. I think, at least publicly, it's even more, it's being flaunted in our faces more now than when Operation Checkpoint was enacted, because they kind of did that surreptitiously behind the scenes until it was full-blown, and then it was right in our face. Uh, so yeah, that that's really alive did. and well, and we need to... We need to hope that that legislation gets moved forward because, as I reported, um, we personally, uh, as a business and me individually as a, a citizen, have felt the effects of those kinds of lending uh, restrictions that are obviously discriminatory and they, they need to be blocked. They do. Uh, we're going to need to take a break in just a few seconds, but um, along those same lines, uh, he, uh, President Trump made a very strong uh, statement that he was not going to allow that to happen to the best of his ability. We see a lot of this stuff going on in Congress, but that's partly because of who's running the House right now, and that's about where it'll end. All right, well, we're going to need to take our first break of the hour. We'll be back right after the break. You're listening to Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. What's better than a cold beer in the summer? Cold beer with great music and food? Rhythm and Brews is back, and it's better than ever at Miami Valley Gaming. With over 100 brews, live music, and plenty of food trucks, there's something for everybody, and admission is free. Start the summer off right with Rhythm and Brews, Saturday, June 22nd at Miami Valley Gaming. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Why settle for one-size-fits-all cancer treatment? At Dayton Physicians Network, we actively target your tumor, changing the size of the radiation field as the tumor shrinks. As your tumor responds, so do we. This helps prevent injury to the surrounding healthy tissue. At Dayton Physicians Network, we're leading the way with cutting-edge adaptive radiation therapy. This with six modern cancer centers and top-notch treatment teams work together to give you the best possible chance of a cure. Visit DaytonPhysicians.com. We're here for you. It's the spring sales event at Key Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Fiat, and Ram trucks with great spring savings on our entire inventory. I'm Chris Toby. And I'm Alex Toby. Take the family on vacation in comfort in a new Chrysler Pacifica or zip around town in a new Fiat. They start at just 17.8. 
Or check out our amazing selection of Jeeps. During Jeep Freedom Days, you save up to $6,500. And of course, Ram trucks, over 60 in stock, all priced to sell today. Shop online 24-7 at tobyauto.com or make the short drive. We'll see you at Key today. Do you own an annuity? Some annuities can have catastrophic fees, risk of loss to principal, and very few benefits. Others can provide substantial bonuses, guaranteed growth, and guaranteed lifetime income. Shouldn't you find out what annuities are best for you? Call Rusty Miller for your complimentary retirement and income kit and annuity rate report at 844-912-7233. That's 844-912-SAFE. Call 844-912-7233. This is Larry Hansk, and the new assisted living and memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now offering move-in specials. Call 937-350-1211 to schedule a tour. Appreciate the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Beehive Homes of Springboro, the next best place to home. Come catch the NFL Draft at Tootie's Bar and Grill. Meet former Cleveland Browns Pro Bowler Hanford Dixon this Saturday. Stop in for details. Tootie's Bar and Grill, 3928 Colonel Glen Highway, Beaver Creek. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? Is it too late to do spring cleaning? It's never too late. Spring is a feeling. A feeling? A blue sky, clean air, birds on the branches, and bees on the flowers kind of feeling. I'm not feeling it. If you want, we'll bring the springtime with us. You can do that? We're a full-service junk removal company. Watch us work our magic. Let's get this party started. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Sunshine in the early afternoon, but clouds waving in as we go later into the day. High temperature up to 58 degrees and the chance for showers arriving towards dinner time, lasting into the evening and overnight hours. Tonight, dropping down to a low of 40 degrees, windy conditions, starting off with clouds on Sunday, but skies clear by the afternoon, breezy and cool with a high temperature of 56 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. And if you want to get in on today's show today, please call us here at the studio at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, and we'd be more than glad to talk with you. Right before the break, we were talking with Mark over at the NRA convention. Mark, are you still with us? I certainly am. Okay. I wanted to just uh, mention that... uh, Relative to that whole concept of what's going on in the House Financial Services Committee, that committee should be dealing with issues such as what caused and and how they can prevent the financial crisis from 2009 from reoccurring. And that's what their kind of focus is all about, along with other regulatory issues regarding banks. And there shouldn't be much, if any, discussion about limiting businesses from uh, being able to get loans or to process credit cards. And uh, we talked about uh, Wells Fargo and Citibank and and Citigroup has already made the decision that they are not going to um, uh, allow uh, or they're going to make it mandatory that anybody applies for a loan or credit um, in the firearms industry that they do not conduct sales to anyone under 21, even though most state laws allow people to sell or allow retailers to sell uh, shotguns and rifles to people 18 years old to 21 years of age, and they're not going to allow sales of what they call standard capacity magazine, which basically in their definition, although it's not actually defined, means anything that holds 10 or more rounds of ammunition. Uh, Bank of America no longer lends um, to manufacturers who produce certain certain configurations of firearms 
um, that are commonly used in the civilian in the civilian world, and that's uh, for the most part M4 AR style rifles, along with uh, a lot of others, because they haven't gone so far as to define specific models, and they're just put in broad categories. And uh, we've mentioned before, this is very, uh, it's object, not only is it, ob- um, it it's discriminatory, um, and it's, uh, uh, it's against the law to do it, uh, but this is the kind of motivation of the people who are making some decisions. And that's why Mark goes well, to seminars like this, so he can yeah, find out about some of that information. Where it goes against the law is when Congress starts to intervene and forces these banks to uh, comply with these preferences of individual members. And that's where I have a real problem. As a civil civil libertarian, I do not have a problem with any business entity making any particular restrictions that they choose to based on their own company's preferences, just as I don't have any problem not doing business with somebody who decides to put up a sign that says they don't want to do business with me, which is what I call those uh, signs that say no guns are allowed here. So if a bank chooses to do that, that's that's kind of up to the bank. Now, the problem that I have is when some congressperson tries to force the banks or or federal policy tries to force the banks into complying with the preference of the particular members. And that's where there's a real problem. As you mentioned, there were several banks who stood up and said, no, we are not going to make those limitations. And fortunately, there were some who were on that committee who praised them for that and recognized and thanked them for that and then asked some additional questions of the others, like, are there any other industries or any other preferences that you would not do business with simply because of of their policies in particular areas? And, of course, they all couldn't think of any. Uh, and, and I think that's part of the problem when Congress gets in and tries to force the banks to do certain things. Yeah. If they were open and above board and said, we're not going to do uh, banking with these industries, I, you know, frankly, I don't have a personal problem with that. I don't agree with it. I don't think they should do that. I think it's bad for their own business. And that just means that some other company who will do business with us has an opportunity to corner a huge portion of the market. Well, look, and the market, we're talking billions of dollars of you, business a year. Well, I was just going to mention that, Mark. We, we reported last week on the firearm industry economic impact uh, going up 171% since 2008 to a total of $52.1 billion in two, uh, 2018. But the one thing I want to mention is, you know, kind of countering what you just said about let someone else um, they're kind of getting a stranglehold on all of the lending institutions and all the banks, and there are very few that are walking out and kind of stepping out of line. Now, those that are, we you know, we, we applaud them, and that's who's going to get our business. But in this particular area, in particular, and I can only, sp- I can only speak from personal uh, experience, it's getting harder and harder and harder to find lending institutions and credit card processors that are going to do things that, in my opinion, are, in fact, discriminatory because they're going to do it with other industries, many of which are are way more um, uh, problematic than 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 my the industry that I'm associated with. Um, I think it's a discriminatory uh, practice and they're using arbitrary and most of them will not put in writing. What are the restrictions are? They just say that it's their particular lending practice. And one of the reasons they wouldn't put in writing in writing is because a few of them have been successfully sued. 
um, and they found that one of the problems was when they have policies in writing that are found to be discriminatory, the, the suit goes forward faster and it's more likely to be successful, and that's exactly what happened. So we're going we're gonna to take our uh, um, break here at the bottom of the hour, and when we come back, I want to encourage you, if you have any, more, our, any the issues about that, give us a call here at, uh, at the studio at 457-1290. You're listening to Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO news update. Our top story, 15 people, including six children, are killed in a raid on a suspected terrorist bomb factory in Sri Lanka. We're getting some dry time out there today, but the rain is on the way. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO Triple Team Traffic cleaning up an accident this hour. North Gettysburg Avenue at Hoover Avenue. We've also got one in Washington Township in the 8700 block of Meadow Creek Drive. And we've got one in the 1100 block of Brown Street here in Dayton. Our top story, at least 15 people, including six children, are killed during a raid on a suspected bomb factory by Sri Lankan security forces. Rebecca Bunden says the search for more suspects continues. There are still uh, suspects out there, still searches going on in Sri Lanka. So still this is very much an ongoing situation here. The Easter Sunday bombings in Sri Lanka killed over 250 people. President Trump welcoming Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe to the White House yesterday. The president says trade negotiations with Japan are moving along nicely. They're trying to give American farmers more access to Japan's market and prevent tariffs on Japanese cars. The leaders also discussed North Korea and the stalled process of trying to get Chairman Kim Jong-un to dismantle his nuclear weapons and ballistic missiles. Rich Edson would team coverage. A sailor who died in the Pearl Harbor attack is finally coming home to Indiana. The remains of Navy Fireman 3rd Class Willard Irvin Lawson are among scores of exhumed sailors from cemeteries in Hawaii. Many were not identified before they were buried after the December 1941 attack. A public burial ceremony for Lawson is being held at the Indiana Veterans Memorial Cemetery in Madison. Rachel Sutherland says that since exhumations began four years ago, the remains of 200 crewmen from the USS Oklahoma have been identified. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag. Sunshine in the early afternoon, but clouds waving in as we go later into the day. High temperature up to 58 degrees and the chance for showers arriving towards dinner time, lasting into the evening and overnight hours. Tonight dropping down to a low of 40 degrees, windy conditions, starting off with clouds on Sunday, but skies clear by the afternoon, breezy and cool with a high temperature of 56 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar. We are seeing showers in the northern part of the Miami Valley across uh, Mercer and Auglaize County. Some heavy rain up around Wapakoneta right now. It is 54 degrees in Huber Heights, 56 in Springfield, and 56 in Dayton at 233. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. North Dayton, North Dayton, North Dayton 
Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963. And now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg, the home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks, among their hundreds of trucks, plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you, the buying experience is easy. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started and go to DaveKehlChevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg. Sunshine in the early afternoon, but clouds waving in as we go later into the day. High temperature up to 58 degrees and the chance for showers arriving towards dinner time, lasting into the evening and overnight hours. Tonight, dropping down to a low of 40 degrees, windy conditions, starting off with clouds on Sunday, but skies clear by the afternoon, breezy and cool with a high temperature of 56 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and we're glad you're listening today. You're listening to Shoot from the Hip. If you have a comment or a question, call us here at the studio at 457-1290. We're going to go right out to the phones and talk to Herman in Springfield, see what's on his mind today. Herman, are you there? I am there. Thank you very much. What can we do for you today? Uh, over my years, I've collected probably more than 12 handguns and six or seven long guns. And as I've gotten older, we used to do a lot of shooting with my grandchildren and my son. Uh, over the years, I'm now 76 years old. and Like 44 mag is a little, little too hard on the hand to be shooting and things like that. Um, each one of my grandchildren, when they got married... I gave them a choice of one of the handguns and their spouse one of the handguns. I am wondering, and to my son, I gave about three of the long guns, but I am wondering, can I just give those to my relatives like that, or do I need paperwork trails and uh, yeah. under... Uh, regulations. Well, let me start off by saying there's no paperwork trail necessary. Um, you certainly can hand them down to immediate family members, um, as long as uh, you know that that you know that person is permitted to own 
and uh, have firearms, then there's no issue. Now, if you knew, for example, I have a, a relative who uh, his dad uh, wanted to hand down a gun, but he had a felony conviction when he was a young, uh, young adult. So obviously That's the dad right. could not hand the gun down to his son until he gets that uh, felony conviction expunged. But in the case right. of in your situation, as long as you feel fairly confident and you would know that and you could simply ask some questions, as long as you can hand them down to children or grandchildren, there's no prohibition whatsoever in you doing just that. Okay. The one thing I would add to that is that you need to make sure that they are residents of your state. In other words, if you're in Ohio, they have to be residents of your state. The, the one exception for that is if the gun is inherited, which obviously uh, you would have to will it to them at that point, then they could receive it at your death without having to go through an FFL. But if it's a handgun transferred to somebody who is officially a resident of a different state, then that's when you need to go through an FFL. If they're residents of Ohio, then, as Jeff said, there's no restriction. Okay. One of them was a New York resident at the time. Uh, the gun was kept in Ohio until he moved to Ohio. I don't know how that works out. You're fine. No, that that's not a problem at all. As long as he's moved back to Ohio, then he becomes an Ohio resident and he can accept the transfer. Okay. And most of the mail are concealed carriers plus myself. So we have past, uh, concealed carry reports. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not necessary, however. The only issue is that you have to have a reasonable um, understanding that the individual is permitted to take possession of the firearm and doesn't have any prohibited offense or act, activity like a, a temporary protection order or protection order against them. They don't have to have a concealed handgun license or have passed any sort of a background test check just so you take reasonable measures to ensure that they're allowed to own the firearm. Okay. And back on the 44 Magnum, the 44 Special cartridge will work in there, and that's nowhere near as much of a bang uh, in the hand. So that might still be fun to shoot. That's probably. I, I did get 44s for it. I just never use them because the grandchildren liked the bang of it and the kick of it. I originally got it actually <laughs> to deer hunt here in Ohio about four or five years sure. ago, and then it turned around and allowed the shoulderless uh, ammo rifles to be used and. That's simpler than the handgun is. Well, well, Herman, I want to say what a great father and what a great grandpa you are when you're looking at passing on your firearms heritage to your kids and your grandkids. Uh, that's something that uh, we hope to get more and more people involved in as years go on because I can I can think back. We talked so many times prior to year 2000, our firearms heritage were, were it was kind of waning, and the anti-gun community was just loving it because the sort of thing you're doing now wasn't happening, and there was a generation of people that – was uh, on the verge of growing up without any access or any understanding of firearms, period. So I applaud you for what you're doing. Well, I— Thanks uh, very much for following the show, yeah. I'm sorry? Th- 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 thank for you for calling the show, the show Herman. Thing. We appreciate it. Okay. I originally started carrying a concealed carry when I adopted some children when I was 65. I figured it gave me a little more— uh, objective power when we were out and about than what I had when I was 35 and 300 pounds, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, those are personal decisions you make. But again, thanks for calling the show, Herman. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Okay, we're going to go out and talk to Lynn from Fairborn. Lynn, are you out there? Uh, Yes, sir. Uh, That was an interesting conversation on the 
wheel. Maybe I need to <laughs> make my wheel to uh, my grandson on my weapons. I have over 20-something uh, weapons. But that's not what I called about. Uh, my wife and I, we purchased a uh, gift card from you guys for uh, a friend that I spoke to you about, uh-huh. a female friend right. for CCW training. Uh, now, she's a, a Batman girl from the South, handled weapons a lot, but it's been like over 20-some years. In interim, do you suggest that she have a prior other training or additional training? Well, if, if like she's waiting on your May CD yeah, CCW class? I suggest that she come in and take our basic handgun class or a private lesson. And the reason for that is we tell people from the beginning our concealed handgun or our concealed carry class isn't so much about shooting a gun as it is about the serious responsibility of owning, carrying, potentially using a gun for self defense. That said, okay. we still train people within the scope of about, you know, an hour and a half in the classroom just on handling of the dummy guns that we have and doing some of the drills that we do and then out on the range two hours of live fire we get them to a minimum level of competency or quite frankly they have to come back and complete additional training but if she has the time and is willing the benefit to the basic handgun class is she'll get the quality instruction and then she's going to get to shoot eight or ten or twelve of the most popular semi-automatic pistols currently on the market so she can make an informed decision about the gun she likes and be able to shoot it with competent and Confidence and competence. Okay. Uh, so your CCW class, I think it's in May. Do you have something in between? Yes. There's like always, a, if you look on the, on the website, there's a basic handgun class, and I can tell you when it is, but we typically precede every uh, concealed carry class with a, um, oh. a basic handgun class for that very reason. Uh, because, okay. yeah, because it's important for people um, to be able to have that opportunity uh, before they come to conceal carry. So if you, you look at the website, and I'm, I'm doing that for you here, I'll just give you the actual date while we're still on the line. We have the concealed carry and class. And while Jeff is doing that, looking at it, let me also mention, Lynn, that we have the training pass available now that allows her, just for the additional cost of the basic handgun class, she would also get all the ammunition for both classes plus a three-month membership to the range. So that's, you know, that's a super deal that would allow her to do everything she wants to do, as well as including getting the concealed carry class and be ready to file her application, plus find out exactly what the right gun is for her to use because she'll have tried so many different ones. Okay. Yeah, and and Lynn, the, the basic handgun class that precedes the, if she's coming to the Saturday, May 11th concealed carry, there's yeah. a basic handgun on the 5th, which is Sunday evening. Um, and then if she's coming to the the... the um, well, actually, if she comes to either of the concealed carry classes, because the second one is on Wednesday and Thursday evening, the 15th and 16th. But if she comes to that basic handgun class, that would be great. And what Mark mentioned, even though you've already maybe purchased that gift card, if you come into the store and you let them know what you're going to do, we will work that out so it still comes out to $200 and she'll, she'll still get the benefit of all the added value of the training pass to make it, oh, you know, make okay. it better. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we do that all the time. We okay. kind of we kind of work it right. backwards, but it's okay, beneficial. I, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate your uh, expertise and uh, input. I appreciate thank that. You. Well, thank you for calling the show, and we look forward to helping her get to where she needs to be. Part of our show, then we appreciate you calling in. No problem. Bye. All right, we're going to go back out to the phone again, and we're going to talk with uh, Roger from Brookville, who has a questions about the banking industry. Roger, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. What can we do for I, you today? 
I thought I heard you say there a little while ago a couple of specific banks that were not friendly to the firearms industry. Uh, I wanted to verify that your screener seemed to think, no, you wouldn't have mentioned specific names. Yeah, we do. Well, remember, banks and and oversight entities, for example, Citigroup covers a lot of banks and a lot of lending and a lot of credit card entities. But the Citigroup and Bank of America are two of what I'm going to call the most notorious of the um, people that are starting to push this uh, pretty hard. Um, several other individual banks and some other lending and credit card institutions have resisted, but um, they're getting a lot of uh, a, a lot of pushback from the people who make the real decisions. Okay, uh, locally uh, there's a bank, and I don't want to name the local banks. Uh, I would do that off the air, um, and if you want to uh, send an email to the the range uh, or to the uh, radio um, email site, I would certainly. Uh, email address, I would certainly uh, respond to you individually and give that, but I just, I don't want to do that just because I haven't severed the actual tie and I don't see any benefit to doing that right now. But the simple way to do it is just talk to your uh, banking people and you probably have to go above the teller, uh, the bank manager or assistant manager or whatever they call it and ask them specifically, how do you feel about uh, um, the firearms industry and lending practices and credit card Processing Now, credit card processing is different than being able to purchase a gun using a credit card. They generally don't, as of now, have any restrictions on you using your credit card to purchase a firearm. What they do is they restrict businesses like me and other firearms uh, dealers from processing credit cards when handguns or, or, or rifles are being purchased. And the main reason they do it is because they don't understand the process involved. They think that if you live in Brookville and you buy a gun from me here in the Dayton area that I'm just going to send the, the gun in the mail to you without undergoing a background check, and that's not the case. Here, living in Ohio, living in Brookville, you'd come here and pick it up. You would conduct a background check, and then we would transfer the gun if you, if you passed the background check. If you lived in Cleveland, I would have to send it to another uh, federal firearms licensee up in Cleveland. The individual would have to go to that licensee, conduct the, or fill out the paperwork, pass the background check before they took possession of the firearm. But the banking industry is sort of like what's happening with the Democrat Democrats who are making decisions. They're not paying attention to the facts. They're ignoring the facts, and they're moving forward without accurate information. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your explanation, and I'm trying to be supportive of people like you in the firearms industry. And, and uh, ironically enough, the couple of banks that you mentioned is cards that I have and cards that I don't necessarily have to use. So. There you go. And that's what Mark says all the time. The punishment for their deciding to make those decisions is our um, not doing business with them. And I totally agree with you. And that's a personal decision you have to make. I thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling the show, Roger. We're going to go right back out to the phones, and we have uh, Mike. Mike from uh, Beaver Creek has a question about reinstating a concealed handgun license. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. What can we do for you today? Uh, exactly that. I have uh, inadvertently let my license lapse okay. and uh, noticed it a, a while back, and so I want to get that reinstated. And I just wasn't sure if uh, you know I'm going to have to go back through class nope. or uh, what, what really entails getting that reinstated, or I, do I just go back to the sheriff and pay my 50 bucks and do another background check, and that's it. That's essentially what you're going to do. You're going to do the, the latter. You just go to the sheriff's office, take your expired license with you. Okay. And, and Mark, there's not a requirement for them to take the certificate depending on number of years that it expired, right? 
No, the license itself. That's what I thought. Is the proof that you'd had that training before? Okay, good. So that's all you're going to need. Now I don't know what the cost is right now. Some some depart or some it, it agencies. Is $50. Yeah, some agencies uh, may uh, alter that, but uh, fifty dollars is kind of a ballpark figure. Okay, perfect. they they don't have the actually in this under state law they don't have the option of altering that. The only thing is if you have been a resident of another state since you got your license originally and it's, it hasn't been five years that you've been back in Ohio, but that doesn't apply to a lot of people who are renewing. Yeah, and that doesn't fall on me either. I was just worried that if I let it lapse for a period of time that I was going to have to jump through hoops. So, nope. uh, sounds nope. like I don't have to. There's, it, there's, no, there, there's no time limit on the renewal, so you will fill out a standard renewal application, and then um, you pay the renewal fee. You just take your previously um, your, your valid license, your, your now expired license with you, and that's proof that you at one time met the training requirement. And if you go back to the same sheriff's office that issued the license in the first place, I don't think you even have to have a picture. But um, with a re renewal license that's been expired, you may want to go ahead and have the picture um, attached to the application just in case. All right. Well, that's the sign for us to yeah. go to our next break. Um, uh, Mike, thanks for calling the show, though. We'll get, uh, we hope that answered your question. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Shooting from the Hip and AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. You can sleep better with MyPillow, and you can sleep in luxury with MyPillow Giza Dreams bed sheets. For over three years, I've told you how MyPillow's been a life changer for me, helping me sleep better than ever. Well, I'm excited to let you know that MyPillow's creator, Mike Lindell, has scoured the world looking for the perfect cotton, and he's found it, Giza Cotton. Grown in an area between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River, ultra soft, breathable, extremely durable. I've had mine for well over a month, several washes, and they are just as soft as they were that very first night. When you crawl into bed, well, it's like being in a five-star resort. Right now, if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Giza Dream Sheet Special, use the promo code WHIO, you'll get 30% off and free shipping. You can also call 1-800-320-1481 and ask for the Giza Dream Sheet Special. Again, use the promo code WHIO. Nothing to lose. These sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. We started Allegiant with a simple goal, so the one person who couldn't travel could. 80 million passengers later, that goal remains the same. Save when you book flights, rental cars, and hotels together only at Allegiant.com. Together, we fly. 
Book a non-stop flight from Dayton International Airport to Orlando Sanford one way for as low as $99. Must be purchased by May 1st, 2019 for travel between June 2nd, 2019 and August 11th, 2019. Seats and dates are limited. Restrictions apply. See Allegiant.com for details. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Come to the best Kentucky Derby party in Columbus. Eldorado Scioto Downs is the only place in central Ohio to watch and wager on this big event. Celebrate on Saturday, May 4th, and enjoy live music, fancy hat contests, and so much more. Hurry and purchase tickets now to our exclusive party while supplies last. Live harness racing returns to the Scioto Downs track on Tuesday, May 7th. Visit scioto.downs.com for more information. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. Instead of being exposed to stock market losses, what if you could have the opportunity to get substantial bonuses on your retirement accounts and the potential to participate in stock market gains without any participation in stock market losses? Call Rusty Miller for your complimentary retirement and income kit and annuity rate report at 844-912-7233. That's 844-912-SAFE. 844-912-7233. Sunshine in the early afternoon, but clouds waving in as we go later into the day. High temperature up to 58 degrees and the chance for showers arriving towards dinner time, lasting into the evening and overnight hours. Tonight, dropping down to a low of 40 degrees, windy conditions, starting off with clouds on Sunday, but skies clear by the afternoon, breezy and cool with a high temperature of 56 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and we have only a few minutes, so I want to run through some tidbits of information I think will be very useful to you. Remember, if you decide to go over to the NRA uh, annual meetings, all you need is your uh, membership card to get in. If you're not a member, well, they got some great deals. The best, I'm not going to talk about all of them, the best one going, they will offer you a five-year membership for $100, plus you get a $25 Cabela's gift card. Now, do the math. 100 bucks less $25 gift card, $75 for five years of membership. That's only on scene. That's a great deal. They have the life membership for 600 which they typically run every uh, annual meetings. But uh, I think for the people who aren't committed to the life membership yet, the five-year membership's an awesome deal at $100 plus $25 Cabell's gift card. If you missed or you would like to see um, President Trump's presentation or any other presentations, you can go to nratv.com, and you can listen to those seminars. Just stream them. Um, uh, in, in podcast format, and you'll be more than uh, you'll get all the information, and uh, uh, there it's going to be good for you to hear some of the things that were said, not only by President Trump, but also by several of the other presenters. Um, as I went there yesterday, I saw a whole lot of stuff. I just wanted to mention there was an abundance of AR platforms and accessories. Um, I don't think a lot of difference was between them. A lot of them are skeletonized accessories lighter weight, cooler looking. As I mentioned earlier, the wow factor is kind of the, the norm. So if, if that's your, your, your gig, when you get over there, make sure you hit up 
probably uh, 20 to 30, maybe 50 people that are in the uh, or more AR platform uh, business. So there's lots of things to pick up. Lots of knives, uh, lots of optics, both magnified optics and red dots. Uh, Trijicon came out with their new red dot, which is a little bit easier for our older eyes to see. Pretty neat, but you get a chance to check that out. Um, I noticed there were a lot of electronic laser ranges, uh, maybe 10 or 12 businesses that are putting out laser products. And I'm going to talk about more, more about this in a, in a future segment, but I want to let you know that's not the cure-all. That is not the substitute for live fire training. It can be uh, used in addition to some of the firearms training you do, but some of the people tend to rely on dry fire or, I'm sorry, electronic laser options because they won't, don't want to spend the money uh, on ammo and they don't want to actually go to the range. But that's not a substitute for. It can supplement, but not a substitute for. The same is true with some of the dry fire guns or accessories that make your live gun work like a dry fire gun. The problem is it changes in some cases, as I found out yesterday, the feel of the trigger. And remember, when you're trying to train yourself to get that subconscious um, uh, aptitude for being able to handle your gun on an efficient basis, if you change the way the trigger feels in training and then you go in a real situation, there could potentially be a little uh, lapse in uh, the way your body reacts to that. So, again, supplement to, not substitute for. But there's a lot of new stuff out there. Um, there's a lot of old stuff that's being revamped. But if you're interested in going over to the show, walking through the aisles, looking at what's out there, rubbing elbows with people who think like you do, see some celebrities. Uh, Chuck Norris was there yesterday, signed, uh, signed autographs for hours. Uh, the line was so long, I think it was at least an hour long. But then there were several of the people who host uh, um, shooting shows on uh, um, the Outdoor Channel and uh, uh, Jerry Micklick and his daughter were there. They're very friendly. They're at the Smith & Wesson booth. They'll talk with you openly and a lot of other celebrities. So if that's something you think you want to do, I encourage you to go over there. The gun raffles are awesome. $20 per ticket, 100 tickets sold. Then you get the pick from designated um, displays of guns, and all of the money goes towards youth shooting sports initiatives, and they're running those gun raffles all through the end of the show. So there's lots of good opportunities for you to pick up a gun and donate to a good cause. Uh, but no matter what your uh, interest is, you'll find something if you go over to the NRA annual meetings and have some fun fun time. Remember, if you take your kids, make sure you hit the air gun range because it's a unique, modern shooting gallery. And not only the kids, but you'll have a great time. So until next week, you're listening to, to Shoot From the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.